stay up to date and engage with the financial world. You're listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. AMTD Digital IPO on the New York Stock Exchange on July 15, 2022. Within three weeks of trading, the share price increased 160-fold, giving the company a peak valuation of $480 billion. As of the time of recording this video, its share price of $700 gives it a market cap of $130 billion. So what is AMTD Digital and why was it worth half a trillion dollars? In one of their official corporate videos, they show what appears to be a Star Wars-style spaceship switching on its hyperdrive for light-speed travel. Unfortunately, this is just a promotional video, and they do not have a working spaceship. AMTD Digital is an amalgamation of digital services, including a digital bank, digital insurance platforms, and a handful of investments in early-stage technology startups. Until its recent listing, AMTD Digital was a subsidiary of the Hong Kong-based investment bank AMTD International. JP Morgan is the largest publicly traded bank today, with a market cap of $326 billion. At the peak just a few days ago, AMTD Digital was far more valuable than even JP Morgan. And this is despite the fact that for 2021, JP Morgan's revenue was about 5,000 times greater, and their net income was about 2,000 times greater than AMTD Digital's. So, what's going on with this previously obscure company, and how can we make sense of this seemingly absurd share price performance? To understand AMTD Digital, we must first start with its former parent company, AMTD International. AMTD International is a small but undeniably impressive investment bank located in the financial metropolis of Hong Kong. AMTD International was founded by its current CEO, Calvin Choi. Choi was previously a superstar investment banker at UBS. Among other things, investment banks help companies list their shares on stock exchanges through initial public offerings. This can be a very lucrative business, as large IPOs carry large underwriting fees. Since its founding in 2015, AMTD International has landed multiple high-profile deals. In 2018, they were hired by the Chinese smartphone giant Xiaomi to organize their $23 billion IPO on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. It was very impressive for AMTD International to land such a big deal when they were only three years old at the time. Most of the large investment banks were founded decades, if not centuries ago. Their main selling points is their deep expertise that they gained from so many years of experience. If you're a manufacturing or oil refining company, it makes sense to go with one of the old school investment banks for your IPO because they've been doing deals in these industries for decades. But if you're a cutting edge technology startup, the old school investment bankers might not understand your business model and won't be of much use to you. AMTD International saw this as an opportunity. Their main selling point was that they were a young, tech-savvy investment bank. They developed their so-called SpiderNet ecosystem. This ecosystem helped their clients to connect with fintech and other technology companies to help them thrive in the digital age. In 2021, the number of Chinese companies IPOing on the U.S. stock exchanges surged to record highs, driven by favorable market conditions and sky-high technology valuations. AMTD International was a major beneficiary of this, as they advised many of these Chinese tech startups on their New York IPOs. In 2021, AMTD International's investment banking revenue increased 60% to 600 million Hong Kong dollars, or about 75 million US dollars. Everything was going well, but perhaps they were going too well. In the summer of 2020, AMTD International helped a Chinese crypto mining company called eBang to list on the NASDAQ. It has since lost 90% of its value. In April 2021, the short-selling firm Hindenburg Research put out a short report calling the company a near-total fraud. Short-sellers calling new crypto stocks frauds is nothing noteworthy. 
But what makes this interesting is that Hindenburg also implicated AMTD. Hindenburg claims that eBank uses IPO proceeds to lend money to an entity controlled by AMTD. So what does this mean, and why is it potentially concerning? When a company does an IPO, they're supposed to invest in the business for future growth. The company will then become more valuable, and the new shareholders will receive a return on their investment. In the case of eBank, they were a Bitcoin mining company. Investors gave them money to invest in new Bitcoin mining technology. Let's say that AMTD meets up with a bunch of prospective investors to sell them on the upcoming IPO of this innovative new crypto company eBank. These investors buy eBank shares thinking they'll use this money to invest in new Bitcoin mining gear. But instead, eBank lends this money to AMTD at interest rates between 4 and 7%, which may be below market rates. So instead of investing in eBank like they thought, the eBank shareholders are indirectly investing in AMTD's debt, which has a completely different risk and return profile. At least this is what Hindenburg is suggesting. If true, it could constitute securities fraud because investors didn't get what they signed up for. According to Hindenburg, AMTD had a similar arrangement with another Chinese company that they took public called Molecular Data. Molecular Data's share price has fallen by 99% since the IPO. The Hindenburg allegations, as well as an industry-wide decrease in Chinese IPOs, caused AMTD International's share price to decline by almost 90% by July of 2022. While that situation was looking dire for the company, they had one final card in their hands, and that was AMTD Digital. In addition to their core investment banking operations, AMTD also created a number of digital businesses, which they called AMTD Digital. They have four main business segments, digital financial services, digital media, the SpiderNet ecosystem, and an investment arm which buys stakes in Asian technology startups. Their digital financial services segment includes an online bank, which is registered in Hong Kong. AMTD is separately applying for a banking license in Singapore. Their digital media segment includes the news website Digfin, which publishes articles about technology and finance. They've also made investments in emerging startups, including Dayday Cook, a website geared towards food lovers in Asia. They spun this collection of businesses off into a separate publicly listed company called AMTD Digital. Despite the young age of the company, they were already posting impressive financials. From 2019 through 2021, their revenue increased more than tenfold from $2 million to $25 million. They also reported a net profit margin of 88%, which is extremely good. Most hypergrowth startups are losing money. So what made AMTD Digital special? As it turns out, most of their profits come from changes in fair value on financial assets measured at fair value through profit or loss. This line item has steadily increased in recent years. For the 10 months ended February 28, 2022, this made up almost 70% of their net profit. So what are these fair value changes and why have they been so lucrative for AMTD Digital? AMTD Digital makes investments in tech startups. If the value of their investment portfolio increases, they recognize a profit on their income statement and vice versa. For publicly traded investments, this calculation is easy. You just have to look at the share price to calculate your gain or loss for the relevant account period. But many of AMTD Digital's investments are not publicly listed. For these, AMTD makes their own internal estimates for how much the company should be worth based on its financial performance and other factors. This requires significant judgment and assumptions. In the 10 months ended February 28, 2022, the CQQQ Chinese Technology ETF has declined by 30%. Despite this, AMTD Digital reported a record gain on their investment portfolio. This makes their fair value estimates questionable at best. So we have a company that generates $25 million of revenue in the prior year, and most of its profits come from highly uncertain fair value estimates. Clearly, the $480 billion peak valuation is absurd. So how did this happen? 
One reason might be their highly promotional investor relations material. Their corporate video shows CGI renderings of planets in outer space, an astronaut with an AMTD branded helmet, and a Star Wars spaceship. This might give the impression that AMTD Digital is a high-tech company with groundbreaking technology, but they don't have any groundbreaking technology. Their Digfin news outlet is just a normal news website. There are thousands of digital banks in the world, and there's nothing particularly special about their Airstar bank. So what can possibly make this company worth half a trillion dollars? When AMTD Digital IPO'd, they issued 6.4 million new shares. This represents about 8.5% of the total shares outstanding. The remaining shares are owned by the AMTD Idea Group parent company or other related entities. When the free float is only a small fraction of the total share count, a small increase in buying pressure can catalyze a large increase in share price. Another possibility is that investors were trying to buy shares in chipmaker AMD, but mistakenly bought AMTD instead given the resemblance in their names. Something similar happened at the beginning of the pandemic with a penny stock called Zoom Technologies. People confused it with the video conferencing company Zoom Communications and pumped the share price up 20-fold before it eventually went to zero. Retail investors noticed the unusual price action. AMTD briefly became the most mentioned stock on Wall Street bets, with sentiment being overwhelmingly positive. With many comparing it to be the next GameStop, Wall Street bets users started piling into both AMTD Digital and AMTD Idea Group, sending both of their share prices soaring. Regardless of what catalyzed the rise in AMTD's share price, in the long run, stocks always return to their fundamental value. In this case, that fundamental value is probably 95-99% to lower than the current share price. You've been listening to the Wall Street Millennial Podcast. Don't miss a minute wherever you go. Wall Street Millennial, signing out. Thank you.